Here I have three young people in studio right now, and they are members of the GSD, which stands for... Global Student Dynamic. Or get stuff done. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that's good. But uh, why don't you tell me and our listeners what we have in store for today. One of the things that we talk about the most is the work that I've been doing around the world, and specifically Afghanistan. If if people don't think it's relevant (laughs) to talk about Afghanistan in the longest war in America's history, and there's no end in sight to it, it's, it's a very important topic. And, uh, and what we do with GSD is not just go travel to Afghanistan, but we go to f- find out what's going on on the other side, the stuff that the news doesn't report about, um, not through the eyes of, you know, soldiers and veterans coming back, but, you know, we're going out and we're meeting people and, you know, going to their weddings and eating dinners in their home and exploring. And, and, uh, and what my organization does is it, turns that into a story that that young people can read. A lot of schools are reading this story. Students are reading this story. Um, They're reading it on their own. They're reading it to get credit. But when they are reading it, they're having a new interpretation of what's going on, which is really important. And these are three really rock star kids here. I hate to even call them kids because they know what most Americans don't know, which actually puts them in a pretty important position. All three of the students in studio here were born after 9-11 terrorist attacks on the U.S. You have never known a time when the United States was not involved in a war in Afghanistan. Does war seem normal in some way to you? Yeah, uh, for sure. I would say 100% war to me is totally normal. Like, with the war on terror, and specifically in Afghanistan, I feel like on the news, all I do hear is about the negative things that are happening over there. And really, you know, we don't take that much time in school to learn about it, you know, in social studies or history class, whatever. So really, all that I have learned before being a part of GSD was what I heard on the news. And so you can imagine how many stereotypes that I had that I think normal, everyday Americans have um, on people in Afghanistan or over in the Middle East who are, who are a part of the war on terror. Then when I actually got to be a part of GSD and went through um, the curriculum or like what we call um, training, it really opened my mind and made me really step back and be like, wow, like I didn't know any of this stuff. Like none of my classmates knew any of this stuff. And so really like GSD just opens your mind to a whole different perspective and really starts you focusing on what are the positive things going on through these countries. Yeah, they're going through a really hard time through this. How can we be in support and help them? GSD story, Afghanistan, Hearts and Minds taught you a lot about what the conflict in Afghanistan is about, but it also gave you a perspective about life in Afghanistan that most Americans, or the rest of the world for that matter, have uh, Never seen though. A lot of people portray everyone who lives there are a part of a terrorist group or at least support terrorists. But that's totally opposite. Like the guys that we go through the story and talk about and learn about, um, they're the total opposite. They hate the terrorists as much as we do and they for sure don't want to join in like we want. And so I really think that that's what the news doesn't really focus on and that hopefully that we could still that they should start working on shedding light and showing look what other people in Afghanistan are actually doing to help 
the war on terror where GSD, this like training, it really focuses on what these people are doing to try and stop it. One of the things uh, that I think you, what you want to get across, Anne, and the rest of you, is that the videos that you see mm-hmm. coming out of Afghanistan generally is uh, smoke and fire and people running everywhere. That's all you see. You yeah. don't get to see the uh, real thing, and they don't get to see the real thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, the message that the three of you are bringing is uh, excellent, particularly at your age, Sean, 11 years old, and you're already into some pretty heavy uh, stuff, as they say. I already knew this, but all Afghanis are not bad. Like, they're not all like, oh, I'm going to go drop some bombs here. They're people living in a war-torn country with bad people around them. They're just trying to get by. She brought some light to some hard subjects, but it was very interesting to learn. Just to give a recap, like, a big part of the story is you're feeling, or you're following these three uh, Afghan guys and kind of their journey of when they first met Dina and then how, you know, like... Um, was mentioned earlier that they were uneducated and now they're up to a fifth grade level and everything that they've learned but after that you know they were kind of like well what's next we want to keep helping we want to keep doing something and so they actually then created an idea that they wanted to teach other Afghan kids the same education that they got and the same things because they wanted to share their knowledge just like you know if you learn something really cool at school like I'm going to go home and tell all my brothers like oh look at this like cool thing I learned they want to do the same exact thing just on a way bigger level um Um, And so actually I remember in particular one of, in the reports, um, they were going to this coast province um, in this JRC, which is kind of like juvie for us over here. And they were going to go teach the kids exactly what they learned. And like Coco mentioned earlier, it's really not safe to travel by road. And so they were going to, Dina was going to travel by helicopter, but they weren't letting these three Afghan guys go with. So, you know, they were trying to decide, okay, what, what should we do? And the three Afghan guys, you know, after thinking it over a little bit, were like, no, we'll go by road. We'll, you know, put our own life at risk to try and make these other group of guys' lives better by teaching them. And just to see how much they valued that education that they received and how much they wanted to share it, totally, you know, I think every every youth in America really takes their education for granted. I know I personally do. Every day, every day I take it for granted. And I think just seeing that and hearing that, how much they valued it, made me step back and realize, man, like, think how lucky I am of where I'm at, what my future is going to hold of so much more education that I can do. And I think that was, like, the biggest impact of the story that really hit me, like... Well, I want to stick with you for a while, Anne, uh, 11th grader, and uh, uh, what about the reactions of your classmates who also Mm -hmm. read the story? Yeah, so... The first time I got to read the story was in seventh grade, and we did it as a whole class, and I think, like, every chapter that we read, uh, after we read it and, you know, we would then have discussion as a whole class, we almost for a little bit would sit there for a few minutes just to, like, let it all sink in. It was so much stuff and so many things that, like, oh, my gosh, like, I didn't realize this. I didn't know this. I Like, you were just totally... It was unbelievable of all the things we were learning. And so then when we got talking um, more about it, I think, again, the biggest thing was we were like, man, so many things. We just went off the list of what we take for granted. And I think we all felt so fortunate to be able to hear this story because not only did it open our minds up to people in Afghanistan, but we can 
um, use that information for anyone now. Now I feel like after going through the training that I'm just a way more open-minded person when I meet someone and try and put those judgments, you know, past and look, okay, let's actually learn this person, learn about their story because you can't judge a person um, until you hear their story. Well, and so, like, I have another question, and it's uh, yeah. you're 17 years old, so... Uh, I'm wondering how has the understanding this global issue and how it has impacted you and your life? Uh, mm-hmm. it, I mean, can you actually say it had an impact? Uh, yeah, I can actually give a perfect example of what I did this year. I then, again, read the story um, this year because it's seriously such a good story. You should check it out. And I was kind of thinking, you know, of things that I can do. How can I actually live out this story myself? And in my case in particular, in New Prague, I go to New Prague, a a lot of people, it's kind of known for not being as much of a diverse community as the surrounding areas besides us. So I was trying to think of a way of how can we incorporate more diversity into our school and embrace the diversity that we do have because of going through this story. And so I actually started an event at my school, um, a culture fair, to have kids who have different ethnicities or are from different countries or different backgrounds to present themselves to their classmates and to just tell their story. Again, focusing on, you know, what is your story and let's share our similarities and our differences. And if I didn't go through GSD and also I got to, you know, GSD isn't just the curriculum. Then you actually get to do a bunch of cool things. For example, um, last year I got to go to a Somali mall in Minneapolis. It was like seriously the most life-changing experience I've ever gone through, no joke. Because when I walked in, um, primarily it's, it's a bunch of Somali shops, vendors, food. So it really is pretty much attracts, you know, Somali people. So I walked in and I was probably like one of the only white people there and I had never been a minority in my life before. Wherever, you know, walking into school, never, you know, really going to the mall or going to a basketball game, anything. I've always been the majority and that was the first time that I got to experience that and it really hit me like, man. And um, so that really inspired me to do this culture fair and to bring out the people who are minorities in my school um, to make sure that they feel comfortable, like that I didn't feel. So basically, you can say that uh, it changed your ideas and your behaviors Mm -hmm. in in, uh, contributing uh, by leading uh, this this, uh, group in particular over at New Prague. So, Mm -hmm. okay, is it something that uh, these students can add to the curriculum and get credit for? Yeah, I mean, if their teachers did it in the class, then they get credit for it, as Anne did. We have a school in Florida that's working on it right now, and it's fun because the kids are, like Anne said, in that moment of, oh my gosh, what have we just taken in? What is going on here? What is this all about? And and because of technology, Andy and I will be Skyping with them this afternoon so the kids in Florida can ask us questions about what what was going on and how did we do what we did and help them well and how process. did you uh, do what you did in regards to afghanistan uh the uh, hearts and mind kind of pieced it out actually part of sometimes of our social studies class or english class it can fit into a bunch of different standards and then we actually got visits from like dina and andy they would come and we could ask them questions in person sometimes they'd come and do a little presentation about extra stuff with us so they're really a part of our journey through the curriculum well i like that you said that it helps them understand the afghanistan culture it does really two things simultaneously that's how i wrote it very intentionally is one to understand what's going on because 
if you don't have accurate information, how are you going to fix anything, <laughs> right? Um, and to, and it, it, it is a complicated thing. It's anything that, any war that goes on for 17 years, there's a lot of pieces to this puzzle. So it's to help them be able to understand that so that they're, like Sean said, we're not starting more world wars because we can't learn from the past. But at the same track, it's to do, to, while they're understanding what's going on and how do we get here, but what is really happening on the other side? So I think it's very important that these kids know being inaccurate, even slightly inaccurate, is enough to reset the new trajectory on false information. When you paint with a wide enough brush, people's interpretation is left all over the map. And, well, you can see where people's interpretation is right now. If you, you, We had this conversation once before. If you pulled somebody on the street and said, you know, what's going on in Afghanistan, you would probably get because they're all terrorists and or, you know I, mean, they, I already know this and 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 these kids already know this because on day one of class, they're they, a lot of the kids we've heard from classes all over America where the kids are like they're upset about it they're like we don't want to study this we don't want to study about terrorists we don't want to know this my uncle was in the army and he got killed and I don't I hate them and they're very passionate angry about this and then the teachers say look your job is just just read and just take it all in and we'll discuss and, and then you can make up your mind for yourself. And we've got letters from the kids that write to me afterwards saying, thank goodness somebody is like helping me understand this because kids aren't stupid. They know when things don't add up. They know that if, 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 if this was such a cut and dry issue, it would have ended a long time ago. And, and they, they sense that they're not getting the complete story. And well, I, I'm gonna, I, this is I helping them make their own decisions. I agree with Dina. We're not getting the whole story. It, like, the, it, looks, it seems like there's the bits and pieces left out of the war but with this curriculum it gives us a better understanding like oh in Afghanistan these are what people are like they're not that different than us and I think Andy and Dina just want to bring that to light a little bit more what I would like to see in the world is world peace war just does it isn't good it harms innocent civilians it's the same question here of uh, a young lady by the name of Coco Leonard. And Coco, grab the mic. Thank you. We are learning from the Americans' mistakes. And learning these global studies and learning these different cultures, learning their history, when we go into the world, we're not going to make those mistakes because we know, and we know the history, we know the facts, and we know what's going to offend, and we know what's going to be accepted. And that's what, like, GSD is trying to help us do. It's trying to help students have these conversations with each other and with our teachers and with our parents so that we can, like she said, after we learn all the facts that we can make our own, you know, opinion and decision on what we feel about this. And if it is getting you to start having conversations instead of just shrugging and saying, who cares? <laughs> when is it, it doesn't affect my life. And to get into challenging conversations respectfully where you're, you know, wheedling down what is the truth and what is the misunderstanding and where did that wide brush go wrong. And that's something that with GSD, when they, when they join the team after they finish the story and they join the GSD network, which is kind of like our team club, we, we encourage the kids to go and do things like what she did, which is go into a place where you thought you knew what was or you had your stereotypes or your preconceived notions and 
You don't have to go to Afghanistan. You don't have to go far. Go. You could go to another neighborhood. You could go to another lunch table in your own mm-hmm. school if you want. But wherever you have preconceived notions and you go there with an open mind to just be with them. Don't judge. Don't join. Just bear witness to it and be able to make your own decisions on what you see. And this is why I love my job is because kids at this age they're like from starting with Sean all the way down the line and like they have their own ideas of what they want they have little visions and they kind of start out like like Sean says like why can't we just be kinder to each other and it sounds naive and sounds like something adults would be like oh you silly kid you sound so optimistic but then you get all the way down to Anne okay and you talked like this when you were his (laughs) age and now look at her she's the president of not just a club this proud club where they are about actively taking steps to fix problems and fix things they don't like and this whole bullying thing they're they're taking it on and saying no this is our mission statement here and we're going to turn it around and we're not only going to do it just to be good people we're making it fun and it's something that people want to be a part of and that is why these kids should not be underestimated because they're gonna they've already redefined the culture okay adults can't figure you guys out what are you doing on your phones and blah 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 you know i mean you're already living your life in a different way and when you start taking ideas and and putting them into action steps and where do you think Anne's going to be in a couple years it'll be really exciting to see because look at how you're getting this traction right now with you in charge in a few years i'm hopeful that the afghanistan conflict will be over before your kids turn 17. You're listening to The One, 95.1 FM, Northfield, Minnesota.